Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. All right, it's a, another film study by the numbers. I believe this will be the last one that we are looking back primarily when going through some numbers. Ken, Dan, how are you guys doing? Life's good, Josh. How about you? Yeah, doing pretty good over here. Uh, not, not, the, not the ending we were looking for, but uh, still a great season. Yep, just, just got to move forward and get ready to focus on next year and what we need to fix and all that, so. After right. one more week of looking backwards, we're, we're yeah, yeah, we're gonna look backwards again a little bit more. But even when we look backwards, it's just so we can learn. Exactly. All right. So real quick, uh, we're gonna look at first before we dig into the numbers. Let's go with my bookie and remind you guys one more time: season's wrapping up for the NFL, but there's plenty of other things that you can bet on with the NBA, the UFC. Uh, NCAA, NHL, NASCAR, baseball's coming. Plenty of stuff to head on over to my bookie. They're the industry lead in online sportsbook and casino, and it's not hard to why it's not hard to understand why. There's thousands of lines to bet on for your favorite sports, and they get the latest odds. Right now, it's plus four bucks and plus three bills if you want to take the underdogs this weekend. Head on over to their mobile-friendly website today. Get your deposit matched up to $1,000 halfway. Which I'm really struggling through this one today. When you make your deposit using the code RAVENS, and you can use Bitcoin, credit card, bank transfer, and more. So whether you're home or on the go, 
make your New Year's resolution to get paid. And head on over to MyBookie, bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie using the code RAVENS. All right, guys, my number for today is 28, which is how many days until pitchers and catchers report. There you go. <laughs> so I'm already looking well ahead. Let's take a little time to look back at this week and year. Sounds good. All right, my first number is 23.8%. Uh, that's the pass rate over expected for the Bills. Uh, the expected pass rate percentage is based off of score, down, distance, time remaining, uh, using the NFL faster model. Uh, so the pass rate over expected is just the number, the actual pass percentage uh, relative to that expected percentage. Uh, so the 23.8% is the second highest pass rate over expected in 2020, only behind the Bills again when they played Seattle in week nine. Uh, they had over 28% pass rate over expected. So it's amazing that despite all the weather, the wind, the Bills still came out throwing. They were down running backs. Uh, but for the most part, it, it, uh, the Ravens defense was pretty up for the challenge. Yeah, I agree. Definitely Ravens are, are good at stopping the pass. That fed into my number as well, which is similar. One, the number of design run plays by the Bill in the Bills in the entire first half. Now, they had a third and eight scramble that got stopped to end a drive early. Uh, they also had another kneel down to end the first half. Those, of course, don't count. But they had one design run that entire first half run by Singletary, I think, for three yards. Uh, they opened up a little bit more in the second half, ended up running for 3.1 yards per carry for the game. Still not good. The Ravens certainly uh, did the job defensively in terms of stopping the run. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting to watch. You know, no runs at all, and the Ravens, you know, Defensive backs got tested. Um, you know, Josh Allen is pretty legit throwing the ball around, so it was it's definitely an interesting dynamic to watch. Um, next numbers are thirty point eight percent and forty seven point four percent. That's the Buffalo Bills third down conversion percentage uh, for last week's game versus all season. So it was just over thirty percent last week compared to 47% that they've averaged all season. So they're an extremely talented team on third down with Josh Allen and, and Diggs, uh, ranked fourth overall. But last week, uh, the Ravens defense held them for four for 13. Um, some of it may have been wind-related and weather-related, but uh, as I mentioned, I think the defense really stepped up. No, they did the job, that's for sure. Going back, Flipping back over to the offense, my next number is seven. That's the number of combined ample time and space opportunities for Jackson, who had five, and Huntley, who had two, in 40 dropbacks, 17.5%. The only time the Ravens had less this season was in week one versus the Browns, when Jackson had just four out of 27, 15% ample time and space. In that game, Jackson had a 152 passer rating, despite the just lousy amounts of uh, uh, pocket. Yeah, it was pretty rough to watch. You know, I think in your offensive, uh, you know, recording, um, you talked about the O-line struggles, and it was evident throughout the game. It was it was pretty rough to watch. Brutal. Yeah. All right, my next number is uh, kind of related to that, uh, 2.16 and 4.11. Uh, this is the force not to pass numbers for the Ravens in 2020 and 2019 regular seasons. Uh, just a reminder, force not to pass is a number that, that Ken, I think, has come up with uh, that combines um, dropbacks 
that you don't pass for, so that are either a sack or a QB scramble. Uh, 4.11 was the highest in 2019, uh, way higher than any other team. Jacksonville was uh, the second highest with under one. Um, in, in 2020, 2.16 was the second highest uh, just behind Arizona. Um, you know, a real impressive number uh, still, but, uh, you know, the, a mix between, um, you know, QB scrambles were much shorter than they were in 2019, um, you know, more uh, more sacks than in 2019 and, and higher yards lost per sack. So uh, a number of items coming into that, um, you know, just showing the, you know, the some of the yards gained other than purely passing the ball were lost in 2020 compared to 2019. I have a little bit to add to that in, in 2019 Jackson was 5.0 or 5.2, depending on whose numbers you include for scrambles during the regular season, which led the entire NFL. So a lot of the reduction down to 4.1 was a matter of the time Griffin spent at quarterback. Similarly this year in 2020, most of the Jackson led the NFL again individually with right around two and a half yards. Uh, and Arizona's a team was what? Uh, I had I had that they were at two point nine. So oh, then then he might not have led the league. I, okay. I I had looked earlier and he was definitely leading the league, but that that may not have held up. In any case, let me just point out the two point nine is excellent. The average quarterback is usually a negative number because your sack yards tend to be more than your scramble yards. But, uh, but anyway, we, we have something great here at two and a half yards, not something to be ignored or, or devalued. All right. Next number is 10.7. That's the change in expected points before and after the 101 yard pick six. So the Ravens were moving in, looking like they were going to get points. It was a difficult uh, uh, third and nine play that had happened on, I believe, was the was the interception. Uh, they probably would have scored three, but they might have scored seven. They really needed to score seven. And, of course, uh, the odd thing about that play was it came on one of the five ample time and space opportunities that Jackson had all day. And he came up with his biggest unforced error, uh, really, of his career, probably, in terms of uh, throwing a ball where he stared down Anders, Andrews threw the ball over the middle. Teron Johnson watched it all the way, moved laterally to make the interception, which is what often happens in stare down situations. And uh, I, I have to think back to the other season ending turnovers that the Ravens and in, in my youth, the Baltimore Colts went through. But uh, the interception in the end zone by New England uh, when Tory when Flacco threw the ball to Tory Smith in the 2014 divisional game uh, that had under two minutes left in 2008. Uh, we had the Flacco interception to Palomalo that put the lights out against the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. And in 1975, for old Baltimore Colts fans, and I was 12, this was my first year as a football fan, uh, first year the, Ra- the the Colts were really good. When I was a kid, Burt Jones was having his first really big year. Um, they got to a point where they were at 21-10 in the AFC Divisional game at Pittsburgh. We're at the four-yard line moving in. Burt Jones fumbled. Andy Russell picked it up, went 93 yards with it, made it 28-10. The lights were out with... 
Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Five, six, seven minutes to go, however much time was left. But those are really the big turnovers that come to mind when I look at the 101. It's one of these plays where, as it's happening, you realize the season has ended. Um, as you realize, no one's going to catch him. Yeah, man, that was tough to watch. It was, you know, so much hope when they were right there on the goal line, so close on a number of plays, and then just disbelief mm-hmm. on how it ended up. It was just so a rough play to watch. Um, right, uh, but on a on a much happier note, uh, my next numbers are uh, zero point one one seven and negative point zero one. So that's the EPA per play on offense and defense for 2020 regular season, uh, excluding like about about 4% on either side uh, for win percentage. Um, the 0.117 uh, EPA per play on offense is the seventh best in the NFL. It's They were 15th best on pass plays and number one on run plays. The, the negative... 0.01 so it was a decrease in uh the other team's chance of scoring points uh was the sixth best uh defensive epa in the nfl uh they were ninth best on pass plays and sixth best on run plays so it's just incredible how balanced they were on pass run offense defense just across the board an extremely strong year I know there are areas that the team and the fan want to improve, but that's just a a great point to start and and to build from. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'm I would be thoroughly opposed to a radical rebuild of this offense. I think it still it needs to completely revolve around Jackson. You want to get him a better receiver? Okay, get one. Hopefully via the draft. Hopefully not the free agent treadmill because the Ravens don't have a lot of money to work with. They have a ton of homegrown talent to sign, and the way that the comp system works is you get a benefit from signing your own people as opposed to signing somebody else's people. So you don't get a charge for that. So it makes all the sense in the world that they really make an effort to to get some of their players signed. I hope really it means they'll get some of their third year players signed early. And I think three guys, Averett, Bozeman, and Deshaun Elliott are among the potential bargain hunts they can make during this free agent season. All right, I'll move ahead. Uh, 10 and 5. 10 seconds were left on the play clock in the third quarter on the last play when the ball was snapped with five seconds remaining on the Q3 clock. Why is that significant? Well, the Ravens had a second and nine play, I believe, coming up. 
Uh, they were in their own end, and they had their last play of wind disadvantage for the entire game run, and they felt they just had to get it done in the third quarter as opposed to gaining the wind gauge in the fourth quarter, which they'd have done if they'd have just flipped the field and held the ball there. And of course, the snap went over Lamar's head. He went down, chased it, threw it away for intentional grounding, got knocked out, and that was that. Uh, 17-3 wasn't a good place to be at that point. I'm not, I don't have any illusions that they would have won the game, but it's a lot better to be 17-3 with a chance with the wind than trying to run that play and, and the potential things that can go wrong with it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that was one of the many instances where, you know, it, it didn't seem like they were thinking about the elements as much as maybe you, you and I were as a fan mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, they had different perspective on the game. Maybe the winds were swirling everywhere. I don't know. Like, it, there were definitely impacts going one direction with the deep passes for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but it's hard to tell just on other plays exactly how much benefit one was getting from one direction versus the other. But it, it was definitely, you know, interesting that they weren't drastically changing their play calls um, based on the weather. Um, my last number is 4.76. That's the yards per rush for Mark Ingram over to, uh, 2019 and 2020. That's good for 21st among those with uh, the, among those with 50 plus rushes during that time. Um, also, another way to look at it is 0.0345, which was his average EPA on those rushes, which was good for 13th. Uh, only 25 players averaged rush uh, EPA over zero. So it just shows how strong of a runner he's been for the last two years. Uh, not only has he been a great teammate and a great mentor, and also great spokesman on the podium and during the game. But uh, he was also a really good running back for the team while he was here. So I just uh, you know want the fans to recognize how much he added to this team over the last two years. Uh, you know We're in a great spot going forward with some real strong running backs, um, but uh, really want to appreciate how strong uh, Ingram was over the last two years. Great system fit for this offense. He was the guy who really drove the pistol to be what it was, along with Edwards. But, you know, I think if they didn't have Ingram, they probably wouldn't have designed the offense in exactly the same way. And he made a lot of contributions as a receiver, too. So leader, uh, you know, receiver, runner, whatever you want to talk about. Mark Ingram is, is one of the Ravens' really notable players now. And even though he only played basically a season and a half of a three year deal, the Ravens got value out of that contract, and and I think they they made a very good good deal getting him when they did. All right, my number eighty eight point six. That's Joe Flacco's career quarterback rating in the playoffs, and that is the fourth highest among quarterbacks with ten or more postseason wins. Now, there's not that many quarterbacks with ten or more postseason wins, but one thing to realize about an eighty eight point six passer rating in the playoffs is you're always facing great defenses. So you rarely get a game against a truly bad defense. Uh, I'm not saying it never happens, but it's it's rare and 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 happens. And of course, most of those games are on the road as well. I got a little bit of further breakdown though. In his first five games that he played in 2008 and 2009, Joe had a 46.5 aggregate passer rating with one TD and six interceptions. From 2010 on. 24 and four touchdowns interceptions with a 104.1 rating. Uh, 
I say this for a couple of reasons. The first is let's not write off Jackson. Okay. I, he's definitely, he's a young guy and certainly has a chance to write his own playoff narrative over the years to come. And I think he will. I think he certainly will be better than he has been so far in the playoffs. The other thing is I, 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 you know, I really want people to appreciate who Joe Flacco was too. And it's too easy to bash Flacco today for what he was in his last couple of years with the Ravens when he's throwing for, you know, five to six yards per throw, which wasn't, you know, significant. But we we can't ever forget those playoff years. Who Joe Flacco was as a quarterback was something really wonderful during the playoff years the Ravens had. And a lot of Harbaugh's record is Flacco's record in the playoffs. So and in the regular season for that matter as well. I uh, want to thank uh, Nick Blevins for cluing me on to that in a tweet today. So I want to make sure he gets the credit for that number. Yeah, definitely. You know, Joe was, uh, he, he led to some stressful times during the regular season, but when it came to the playoffs, he was pretty legit. And, uh, you know, looking looking forward to Lamar, you just see how much he's grown over the last couple of years and how everyone around him is developing. Um, you know, I, I don't, uh, and anyone that's writing him off now is, is just not giving him a fair shake at all. I think he's got uh, uh, great um, seasons ahead of him, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, there's probably is it. I'll say this: there's at least 25 NFL teams who are jealous as hell the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, yeah. and it might be 28 or 29. I mean, it depends. You know, if you have Mahomes, you're probably not jealous at, at this point. You know, there's a few other franchises who probably delude themselves to thinking their guy's better than Jackson as well. I know there's some of that, but boy, there's a lot of franchises that that Lamar Jackson is so far up from where they are right now. It's not even funny. Dan, yep. thanks again. Great season of doing this. We're going to continue doing this some in the offseason and want to make sure I just want to tell you that, that it's been a lot of fun doing this with you with fellow actuary. Always fun to have this back and forth numbers game. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Definitely uh, fun to look in the numbers and uh, talk through them this season. So it's been a pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.